Hello, this is Mariah. This is Serena. And this is the Midday Buzz. Let's get to it. What's the buzz, Serene? Well, I figured you would start since you just went on vacation. I did. I did. To Mexico. Um, I did go to Mexico. Shout out to Cabo. Shout out. That was my first time. Very fun little girls trip situation, but... On the way back to the Bay Area, we flew from Cabo to LAX and then to the Bay. And I will say, I will pay extra money next time to ensure a nonstop flight straight <laughs> to the Bay Area because... That's where you uh, might have had a mishap. Let me tell you about it, Serene. I honestly, I'm just grateful to be here today. <laughs> well, I'm grateful to have you here. I don't know anything, by the way. She so. does not know so. anything that happened, but... I thought perhaps I would have to let you know, not only can I not record this podcast with you today, but I won't be able to go to the SZA concert with you tonight. Ah! It's not true. We're here. We're, we'll, we'll make it as long <laughs> as this winter storm doesn't get us. Yes, true. But um, going back to my travel back home yesterday, mm -hmm. the first flight was very smooth. Two and a half hours, I knocked the fuck out. <laughs> as one does, yes. Which is kind of rare for me. It was literally like I stayed awake conscious long mm -hmm. enough to watch the wheels leave the ground yeah well, you know assume that they left the ground at some point and then um and then i fell asleep and i woke up and they're like all right we're starting our final descent wow i know okay that rarely happens to me i usually yeah. wake up and i'm like oh why do i travel and then yeah. i fall back asleep. i get like 15 minute naps in and i'm like that was fine but i <laughs> i mess up my neck in the process oh yeah process just any any position now what time was this flight at this first one Woke up at five because we had to catch a shuttle at six to get us to the airport by seven. And then our flight was at like 10 okay. or something like that. Very early to the airport. But also the shuttle, that was the only time that they could take us. So right. that's what happened. First flight, very smooth. Then we get to LAX and that's when that's when things took a turn. Shit hit the fan like never before. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. We had a longish layover. We went through customs, got something to eat. And by the time we were done with all of that and made it to our gate, we had like an hour and a half before um, before boarding. Okay. I was like, I've seen worse. Yeah. I could do this. Yeah. An hour and 10 minutes later, okay. they go on the intercom and they're like, yeah, that flight to San Jose you guys were all hoping for, that shit's canceled. <gasps> exact words. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I hope they said shit. <laughs> and they were like, follow us if you <laughs> would like to rebook your flight. Okay. And... Me, I feel like going to a vacation is very exciting. But for me, coming home from a vacation, there's nothing I want more than my own bed. Yep. And to be home. Mm -hmm. Like, yep. It also was L.A., which is close enough where I was like, I will bike home. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I will join the, the Hell's Angels just to ca like, <laughs> I will catch go down five, <laughs> hitchhike home. Whatever I need to do. Yes. Whatever I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we follow the airport personnel to this desk <laughs> who love their job right they love their job actually one guy did love his job okay. he was definitely like the teacher's pet growing up i loved him there were three people sort of helping out the first was the teacher's pet and he knew exactly what he was doing okay then there that's was that's rare uh, that is so rare these days i was grateful for him but he was not the one who assisted us unfortunately oh, okay there was a second person who had no idea what they were doing and they were relying on the teacher's pet to help them out so i was like fuck and then there was a third person who I thought knew what they were doing until we worked with them. And I was like, oh, God. So we approached that person first, because at this point, I'm like, whoever's first available, yeah. I'm just going to go to you because worst case scenario, all these other hoes 
take these seats on these flights. Yeah. You know, like the five remaining seats for the day. Yeah. And that was not really an option for me. So when, when someone was available, I went up to them and it was me and someone else I was traveling with. And they were like, oh, there's a flight at 645, but I see two seats there, but I can't book it. And I'm like, dude, find the next one, please. Yeah. I have to be home tonight. <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, I have no children or pets or anything right. like that. We just, just want to be in our beds. I just want to be in my bed. Yeah. Please find anything. Fortunately, there was a flight at 7 p.m. Okay. And what time were you asking for this flight? This had to have been around... We were going to board at 4.30-ish. Okay, so not horrible, but still. Not horrible, but still, yeah. like... Ugh. Another two hours. I guess we'll stay in a lane. <laughs> Might as well have gone to Disneyland for the day. Oh, my God. Or, yeah, just driven. <laughs> just <laughs> gone anywhere but the airport. Yes. Yeah. But we didn't, because we didn't foresee this. Mm-hmm. And then she was able to book us on that 7 p.m. flight. So I'm like, Cool. And then I went to the gate and the person I was with like checked in a bag. So she had to like leave because it was a new airline. Yeah. So she had to leave. So you guys crossed terminals? Well, LAX is all connected. It's all one. Okay. We won't name specific airlines, but you had to go to a different one. We had to go to the adjacent terminal. So it really wasn't bad. bad. Okay. I felt worse for the person I was with who like left and like checked in their bag and then had to re-go through security. (laughs) But I'm not going to lie. I was like. I'm good. Like, <laughs> I could go with them. Yeah. If I was a good person. Uh-uh. But I was like, I remember doing this you, twice today already. You did the correct thing by bringing a carry-on. Thank you. For a short trip. Thank I'm you. Sorry. But <laughs> you did the right thing. That's that's my go-to now. I can't I can't trust the baggage process anymore. Yeah. For short flights. I know. If it's like a trip that's more than, I don't know, four or five days, then yeah. I'm like, okay, I might need a bag. Yeah, I might need a bigger bag. But interestingly, this airline I was originally flying on, they were like, if you want to bring a carry-on, just so you know, we made the requirements smaller than before. I was like... They told you that now? No, no, no. They told us that before this trip. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Just a quick anecdote. Yeah. It was like, can't trust anyone anymore. And I was like, there's no way. But then we got on the plane in the little overhead compartments where one flight attendant was like, be careful because shift happens. And I was like... (laughs) So the overhead compartments where shift happens, yes. they were smaller than ones I'd ever seen before. My little Those duffel fuckers. bag, I had to put like sideways because it wouldn't fit like... Those fuckers. Yeah, it was kind of wild. Anyway, <laughs> going back to the story, me and my friend part ways. Okay. She goes and rechecks in and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. I go to the gate that the screens are saying this flight is on. Mm-hmm. And when this I, is still to San Jose, correct? This is now, this is now to SFO. Oh my gosh. Okay. Got this it. is now to SFO. Okay. I go to this gate. It's fucking empty. There's no one working there. (laughs) But there's one employee in the adjacent, like, gate. Right. And so I go up to them. Because when you have to switch your flight, like an airline like that, they basically reserve your seat, but they don't give you a boarding pass because it's not that airline. Oh, my god. So I rushed up to this person. I'm like, give me a fucking boarding pass, please, please. Like, can you help me? I know this isn't your flight, but you're, like, texting. So I feel like you might be available. And she's like, yeah, I can help with this. So she does. And then printed on the boarding pass is a gate that I'm like very much not close by. To. Okay, of course. it's You're at like G1 and it's at like G30. Right. Of course. Yes. And I'm like, cool. So then I start heading that way and I get there. And originally this flight was going to leave at 7 p.m. and arrive at San Jose at 829. Okay. And then when I get to this new gate, it says, actually, it's been delayed <gasps> and it's going to leave here at 829 and oh get my. home at 10. I have a feeling someone mixed up the times. Yes, right? Yeah. I'm like, how how specific is that? Yeah. We were going to arrive at 829 and now we're departing Just at kidding. 829. Yeah. Yeah, no, someone fucked up. So 
I was thinking at this point, I'm like, I was freaking out a little bit because I'm like, imagine this flight continues to get delayed Mm -hmm. and then it gets canceled. Like, I don't want to stay in L.A. Yeah. I want to be in my bed. Yeah. So where was everyone else? Were they already gone or were they with you? Other people were gone. And then the friend I was traveling with was figuring out her bag because downstairs was a whole nother storm. Right. She had to wait an hour and a half. It ended up being for her, for them to find her bag. Stop. Because the airlines were confused. They're like, where is your bag? Yeah. We don't know. (laughs) We don't know. When we landed in LA, it wasn't like the typical check-in process, dropping your bag. If Mm -hmm. you're transferring flights, you give it to these people who are just kind of standing Mm -hmm. in this like transition space between terminals and you just trust that they will do the right thing. Yep. Yep. But everyone was like, we have no fucking idea where your bag is. Oh, that's scary. Friend. That's I know. Scary. And you're alone. Fortunately, an hour and a half later, they were able to locate her bag. This is a note to everyone to keep your receipts, like when you print the bag tag. Because when I was a kid, I used to throw that shit away. I'm like, what yep. the hell is this? I keep it with me until I touch down and I'm getting out of the oh airport. Oh my God. Now. Until you get your bag. Now I do it because I'm just so paranoid. Yes. I'm so paranoid about that shit. I feel like I had to learn that by myself. Same. Like, I don't remember my parents being like, just so you know, if shit hits the fan, you're going to need this receipt. Yeah. yeah. It is a little annoying. It's another piece of paper to like shove in the oh, bag. Oh, I know. It's a little, it's a, it's a bit much, but. I saw someone once put that sticker on the back of their boarding pass. Yep. And that's what I do now. Yeah, that's smart. Because now it feels like one and a half it's, pieces of paper. It's with me. Yes. Just don't throw away it's your boarding pass. There is peace. I know. I know. People that use like their phones for boarding passes, I'm like, that's trust. You don't do that? You're the most technologically advanced person I know. And I still print that shit out because wow. there was one time that one of the airline terminals in the San Jose airport is kind of like an add-on to a current terminal and they don't have the best like Wi-Fi and stuff. And so one time my boarding pass was just like not loading on my phone. And at that point, eventually it did. Eventually it did. But I don't like to cause a scene. (laughs) And so at that point moving forward, I was like, fuck that. I'm printing it every time. And I'm putting my (laughs) luggage thing on the back of it. It's smart. It's smart. I'll give you that. It's reliable. Yeah. So but finally, you did take off at 829. No. Specifically. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What no. a dream that would have been. <laughs> so, no, it gets pushed to 829. Okay. And then I'm texting my friend and I'm like, I think we should think about the possibility of driving home, potentially, oh. if it gets worse. Mm-hmm. Immediately after I sent that text, it gets delayed another <laughs> half an hour to 9 p.m. You summoned to that for sure. Oh, yeah. I... I'm afraid to speak things into existence because that kind of shit happens. <laughs> yeah. And so I, I messaged her and was like, hey, it just got delayed another 30 minutes. And she was like, OK, so we should rent the car. <laughs> and I'm like, sure, let's rent the car. So I go online to fill in the blank rental car company yes. name here dot com. <laughs> and I reserve a car. So oh then we leave the airport. We leave the airport together. She has her luggage. We both have boarding passes for this new flight, okay. but we're like, let's go try to get a car and just drive home because mm-hmm. if we leave now, we'll get home at like 1 a.m. Yeah. And that was the best case scenario, which just shows how the day was going. <laughs> we hop on this shuttle service and it's like a bit of a drive to get to this rental car place. We wait on this long ass line. It's actually chaotic in there. I'm yeah. like, it's fucking Monday. Is it's everyone Monday. here okay? <laughs> like, this is why we travel on a Monday to yeah. avoid this shit. Right. We get to the rental car thing, we wait in this long-ass line, and then we finally meet face-to-face with a human, (laughs) and they're like, oh, this was a last-minute reservation, so you are last in the queue after (gasps) all these people, so it's going to be at least, like, two hours. What? 
And our flight that we just were like, fuck you flight was in two hours as well. Cause it was 7 PM by this so point. So it's a catch 22. Exactly. So we were like, okay, we're going to leave at 9 PM either way. Hopefully it's like, if we stayed here and waited for the rental car, it we're for sure getting a car, but we won't get home till like three or we go back to the airport and hope this flight actually takes off. So then we hop in the shuttle bus to go back to the airport. You will not believe this, Serene. On the way to the airport, this uh, we pull over at one of the terminals to like drop people off. Okay. And this car pulls up in front of the bus that we're in. And a guy gets out and he's like, I'm going to need to exchange information with you to what? our driver. Did he hit him? He was like, so our driver was a woman. Oh, and sorry. She, he, no, it's, please don't assume. Bus driver genders. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Wait, so she hit this guy? I appreciated her too. Absolutely not. Oh. He was like, you hit me. This is where it happened. And he pointed <gasps> at his little mirror mm-hmm. and it had the tiniest scratch on it. But we're in a bus and he was in a car. And it was like, if this bus actually hit your tiny car, that mirror would have <laughs> fucking flown, flown off. off. Yeah. The bus driver was like, I did not hit him. I didn't hit him. And then it was a whole thing about exchanging information. Like the driver of the car was like, I don't see why I need to give you my license and... Like insurance and stuff. And everyone on the bus was like, that's how it works. Yeah, I feel all like together all- now. <laughs> all together now. But that's, that's how, how it works. works. I honestly feel like that is what was happening. Like everyone's like, can you just. Anyway. Anyway. So eventually they exchanged enough information. But that guy was sus. He was like, oh, um, I don't have like a physical copy of my insurance. Nope. And I would pull it up on my phone, but I didn't pay my phone bill. And I, I can't even make a call. Like, I can't call my parents or whoever the car belonged to. I can only receive calls. Stop so it. So I was like, I don't know what scam this is, but <laughs> this is good for you. Yeah. Like, this is very innovative. This is a niche one. Yeah. Honestly, I was impressed. Oh, my God. But at the same time, I was very anxious because I'm like, if we miss this flight yeah. because this, yeah. no, thank you. Yeah. We eventually hopped off that bus and hopped on another one that would have been faster. Okay. Okay. It was like planes, trains, and automobiles out here. It was. It was. I'm, I'm honestly surprised. An iconic we movie. Up, yes. I'm surprised we didn't end up on a boat by the end of the night. So we get into the airport. We tag my friend's bag. We run upstairs. We're at the first gate. Do you have to go through security again? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Unfortunately, what? they don't suddenly trust you yeah, because yeah. you've been there three, three times. times. <laughs> I wish that's how it worked. Like buy three, get one free. <laughs> In front exactly. of the line pass, like a I know, Disneyland thing. Line pass. That's so funny. Um, no, they're like, nope, take your shoes off, laptop, <laughs> nope. <laughs> we don't know what you're doing out there, okay? I know, uh, I know. Yeah, we didn't bring anything new with us, what just was, lost dignity in the process. What was the time at this point? So this it was close, closing to 7.30 okay. at this point, and our flight was allegedly at 9. But then we get into the airport by like 8 o'clock, okay. and we're like, should we have a stale bagel for dinner? <laughs> That's where we were at. <laughs> I look up at the thing and it says, okay, flight delayed to 912. I okay. blink, it says flight delayed till 926. <gasps> and then we're like, let's go eat our stale bagels. Yeah. We ate a coffee shop like very close by. I was debating getting a coffee and then I'm like, I don't need to be more wired than no, I am right now. No, like, no, no. Or anxious or any of the above. Yeah. I hate that my first instinct though was like, ooh, coffee. <laughs> we eat our, our bagels. We're having a good time. And then... They announce on the loudspeaker, they're like, all right, the flight to San Francisco is actually going to take off like earlier than expected. So we're boarding right now. So if you're pre-boarding, like, come on up. They never do that. Dude. Well, they delayed it. Oh, okay. So, so it was still an hour and 45 minutes delayed from the sure. original flight. But I was like, thank God we came when we did. I mean, too bad we left and did the whole rental car thing. Right. But we did make it back. Thank God. We made it back. It was kind of funny, though, because after all this like waiting, 
all day and we finally <laughs> sat down with our bagels and they're like, okay, we're boarding. And we had to fucking rush <laughs> to get our bagels down. Yep. Of course. Because we couldn't have a moment of peace. Of course. Honestly, I was like, I still don't trust I'm going to make it home tonight until yep. literally the wheels land in San Francisco. And you've flown into SFO before, right? Yeah. So you know that it's all water until it's not. Oh, and yeah. And the wheels touch the ground. Yeah. They told us going in, they're like, there's winds in San Francisco. So usually, I guess, planes take off in the south and um, land in the east side of airports. But they okay. had to, like, flip it <gasps> because of the winds. And they were like, just, you know, we have to go in, like, essentially low and slow. Like, we have to be very close to the water oh. and go slowly. I was like, we're going to end up in a boat by the end of the <laughs> night. Like, I actually thought... Your I mean, plane would have turned into a boat. I thought we were going to land in the water. Oh, my god! It was dark. Yeah, that doesn't But happen. I saw, like, the water line, and I'm like... <laughs> by the way, I'm in the middle seat, so I'm leaning over the lady next to me like, do you see this shit? <laughs> We were so close to the water, but it would not have surprised me if we had to land in the water, take the slide down. <laughs> Honestly, the day was going so not well that I was kind of like, I could see that I happening. See I'm happening. not even mad at that. Bro. We didn't land in the water. We landed safely. It was kind of funny, though, because before the flight started, the pilot was like, this is going to be the most turbulent <laughs> ride of your life. <laughs> no, he didn't. He was like, like, it's going to be very smooth. Movie. <laughs> and then when we do our initial descent, it's all hell's going to break loose. It was one of the most, like, smooth flights <laughs> I've ever experienced. The only, like, part that made me anxious was landing yeah. because we were so close to yeah. the water. But still, it's like, you're about to land on water. Like, yeah. We're going to be okay. We, we'll get a, a free slide ride. Sure. I wasn't mad at it. We landed safe and sound. <laughs> and once my, my feet were in the airport, I was like, oh, shit, we actually made it home. <laughs> it really took till that moment for me to be like, wow, we actually made it home. So that was basically like a 14, 15 hour day. Of travel. Somewhat. Like. Yeah. Yeah. More. More. Yeah. Like 16 hours. N nearing 24. Christ, Way dude. too long. Way too like, long. Cabo's not that far. No. <laughs> not far enough so, for that. So what lesson have we learned? Nonstop flights, baby. Just all the way. Private jet? Private jet. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm just going to say this and put this out there. I was watching this documentary and it couldn't. Your flight couldn't have been worse than uh, the Malaysian flight. Oh my god, I started watching that too. You started watching right it? Right before my trip. How? I would have not gone on that plane. Not only am I starting to watch the Malaysian flight, but also Manifest on Netflix, which is about a plane disappearing for five years what and the then like coming back. So yeah. What's with like planes crashing in our culture and that being on TV? Like yellow jackets? Or disappearing. Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. I mean, it is interesting. But it feels like it's too close to home. Like I can't watch that stuff. I know. When I'm, when I'm about to go on a flight, I don't know how you did that. Oh yeah. Gosh. Oh my gosh. I don't know my own strength either. <laughs> I mean, it definitely didn't help with the anxiety yeah. trip, but I made it home. We're here. Yeah. What, were there for... were there good highlights of the trip? There were. I mean, okay. Weather was beautiful. Oh, yeah. There's like, if you're in the Bay Area mid March, then you know that the trees are taking over mm -hmm. the roads mm -hmm. and the winds are high. So mm -hmm. definitely much nicer in Cabo. All inclusive resort, my first one oh, too. Nice. Yeah. Dang. Truly all inclusive. Like they just were shoving yeah. daiquiris at you or like Oh yeah, you know I went margaritas. But yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday I was telling my mom that I was like sitting at the bar enjoying mm -hmm. myself and I was mm -hmm. like I mean, I was hitting it off so well with everyone, they gave me drinks for free. <laughs> and she was like Oh wow like she totally wow. forgot we were at, at an all inclusive yep, and yep. then I reminded her and she's like, Oh Please <laughs> don't mess with me like that. I know. Um, but you had a pregnant woman with you on the trip. Yes. So I was curious how that went. Yes. You know, the the sun, the vibes, yeah. the swimming pool was enough for her. Yeah. Which is like, good. good for her. That's good. Because honestly, 
if my friends, if you invited me on an all-inclusive trip and I was pregnant, yeah. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. I'm not ready. <laughs> or, I'm not ready. I respect <laughs> anyone who's who's ready and pregnant or wants to be soon. But I'm going to be like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I could watch like all my friends Get be drunk up. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would, I would, I would be mad at you guys. Yeah. Probably. But you know, if it was her choice, that's good. That's it was actually a very chill trip. Like not everyone was getting rowdy. Oh, okay. I'm, I hate wow. to say it, but I was the one <laughs> getting the rowdiest. Someone has to be the worst. Yeah, of course. I would fully join you. But overall, great trip. I just had to tell you that travel story that's because just insane. <sighs> I didn't think I'd make it. But I'm glad I did for this moment. And like I mentioned earlier, Serene and I are both going to the SZA concert later. Yes. Shout out to SZA for Shout out. defining our high school years. <laughs> Wait, high school? No, college. No. College, 2017. Control? Yeah. Dude, why? Dude, did... 2017 SZA? That's... Why did I think that came out while we were in high school? No. No, no, no. The, this was college. This, everyone was like, me in 2017 and SZA were like this. Khalid? <laughs> Khalid's American Dream album. I think that came out that, in high school. That was high school. That okay. was high school. Then Thank is, you. Yes. Yeah, I listened right to after. those religiously at the same time. Yeah. So I was like, they are the same. Because <laughs> I that defined that little chapter of my life. Right. Right. But no, you're right. 2017. We were no longer in high school. I guess we're aging ourselves now. Yeah. But we are going to spend a few minutes. I'm going to hand the mic over to Serene oh. to talk about her thoughts on the album a little bit and give us her, her top five. The the Sauce album? The, the SOS, Sauce. The SOS album? <laughs> Depending on who you ask, it's either SOS or Sauce, yes. Yeah, I mean, this is her sophomore album, so it was highly anticipated. Everyone knows that uh, if you're a SZA fan. So I was just or looking. Or not, you know it. Yeah, exactly. Nowadays, I mean, she just overnight got super popular. She fucking blew up. So I was not expecting that. I mean, she's talented, right? I was very happy. Everyone was happy that she released music. I didn't care what. I knew I was going to like it because, like, it's been yes. so long. And so, yeah. And then she comes out with, like, a fucking 23-track record. So you're just like, okay, this this is going to take some time to get through, and oh, I yeah. appreciate this. So I just thought we could talk about, you know, top five maybe songs that we liked on the album, why you liked them, maybe a lyric or something that resonated with us. Let's do it. There is 23 to choose from, so... <laughs> Um, I'm not going to say any of the singles just because they, they had been out for a while. So I'm kind of, I'm, were you, I'm used to them. They weren't like the singles. stands out. Yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. talking shirt. And <laughs> good, days. good days. Hit Different wasn't on this album. Right? Which was a question I was going to pose to you. Why it's part of a song, but it's at the end of one of yes, the songs. Which I love that. I love makes, it too. Yeah. I'm like, that's fine with me. But I was curious. That's probably why she just didn't put it on the album. It's kind of... It was beautiful because like when we listen to music or see certain art that reminds us of our childhood or it's something like mm -hmm. nostalgic to us, it's like we like it more. Yeah. And so Hit Different, I guess, came out so long ago that when I heard that, I was like, yeah. oh, this is familiar. But I had to think for a second, like, what, where is this coming from? Yeah. It was beautiful. It felt nostalgic. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. And then on TikTok too, shirt kind of blew up. Like there was yes. snippets of it and she was dancing to it. And then when it finally came out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, yes. I finally get to hear all of this kind of like love galore. She mm. also did like the alternative version. You're like, oh, you finally get to hear the extra verse. I don't know. Yes. Something about that was like, it's just fresh, inventive. Yes. Um, oh, also Kill Bill. I wasn't going to talk about it as much just because like everyone knows it. it's a yeah. single. It's a great song. It's a bop. Um, let's all kill our, <laughs> kill our exes. so funny. Can I just say the album overall? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. But we talked about Attached last week yes. or two weeks ago when we last recorded and as I was actually like really trying to dive into the lyrics mm -hmm. like 
Snooze, for instance, mm-hmm. during my first album listen, Snooze is the one that stood out to me just because mm-hmm. it's so... Like, the words you can understand very easily. You can yeah. understand all her music easily. She's no mumble rapper or whatever, right. but... That one was, like, slow and, like, easily understandable. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how sort of, like... I thought of, like, Bonnie and Clyde. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like Bonnie wrote this song. Like, yeah. are you good, SZA? And that was yeah. me with this whole album. Like, very, uh, like, anxious attachment, I mm-hmm. feel like, embedded in it. But oh, yeah. I can't help but love it. Even if it's, like, I don't know if I totally relate. Yeah. Maybe I do. Yeah. But I still love it. I, yeah. I, I just heard Love Life must be crazy. Because, <laughs> like... It, yes. It, um... Yeah, Snooze, Snooze, like, the next time around I was listening to it, there was a couple songs where I just liked so much better than the first listen. I don't know why. Ooh, Maybe I just didn't us. notice them. Yeah. Um, notice Me was one that I really like mm. now. Um, and Snooze, like you said. Um, also, Seek and Destroy just liked since the jump. Like, yes. I know it's, like, very basic. Like, it's the third one on the album. Like, that's, that's my favorite. Like, yes. I, I go back to that one. Um, and also... F2F. I just really loved at Underrated. first. It reminds me of Avril Lavigne. It's, yeah, it's punk rock. It's like, I know people that like her rap stuff more are going to like that one. But this one, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so different. Yes. Like, she, I never thought she'd do something like that. The so. range on this whole album. Mm-hmm. Like, even some songs, I'm like, people don't understand. They see SZA as like an R&B artist. Mm-hmm. But like, this is literally rap. Like, yep. what she's doing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, is rap not just fast R&B <laughs> in some cases or whatever? Yeah. So, yeah, the range is insane, but especially up to F, I agree. Yeah, like, and she has a song with Phoebe Bridgers. Like, yeah, like, we wouldn't have heard that on Control Who like, else five could years do that? Ago. Yes. <laughs> so true. I was a little caught off guard by those at first, but then I really did love that that F2F song. Mm-hmm. Um, special, the first time I heard it around, I, I really clung to that one because it sounded like normal girl. And yes. I really like Normal Girl on Control. Yes. So that was like my like second favorite of the first listen. But nowadays I'm kind of like leaning off that one. Like I've heard it too many times. That's yeah. my problem. Like I've listened to it too many times and you're like find new ones that you like. Um, but my overall number one favorite is probably Conceited. Like Ooh. where she says like I'm betting on me. Yes. And I'm like I relate to that so much. Like, yes. I guess maybe I just didn't listen enough on the first round, but... That one's like my number one for now. For I sure. love that. So yeah, it goes conceded for me. F two F, seek and destroy. Um, Far is really good. They're all good. They're She's just, slowly gonna list. The I'm gonna list all of them. <laughs> um, no, there are a couple that I'm like, eh. Oh, don't mention. I won't. I won't mention non honorable mentions. Yes. <laughs> um and, uh, too late is also just like a a, a jam, a, banger. a jam, a jam. Yes. So, th- those are mine. So I would love to. Hear I love some that. Of yours. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, and Conceited is one of few songs, I think, on this album where I know a lot of them, it's, like, surprisingly, like, anxious attachment, mm-hmm. and then she goes through waves, right? Like, yeah. it's, like, some songs she's, like, nah, I'm I'm, I'm that bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm that bitch. I'm a bad bitch, whatever. Yep. And then she goes back, and she's, like, okay, maybe I, maybe I am a little anxious in this relationship or whatever. Yeah. One that you didn't mention, which... Mm-hmm. After my first listen, I mean, I was definitely attached to Snooze, mm-hmm. but Nobody Gets Me. Yeah. I do like that one. What's really funny is, um, I mean, it's about someone she's no longer with, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that's the part where I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> let me not get to I don't want, like, someone someone in my life listening and being like, are you good? Yeah, are you yeah. thinking about someone from your past? Right. So I didn't get too attached to that one, but I do, I love, like, the intro, mm-hmm. and I just love the flow of it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's funny like I saw a post and this guy was like 
R&B just doesn't hit the same when you're in a emotionally stable relationship. <laughs> yes. They like, could also say that about Taylor Swift and it's totally true, fine. It's true. totally fine. He was like playing nobody gets me and it's like, <laughs> but my partner gets me so like it was just Yeah, funny. it's hard, but you're like, oh, it's good. It's good. It's hard. Yes. Yeah. Actually, though, my go to when I play this album right mm. now is mm. Blind. Oh, OK. OK. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's also underrated, I think, for me. I think so, too. For me. Like the like the flow and the intro and the little her vo- vocal changes. Mm. I don't know if you've listened to a lot of like Kendrick Lamar, but he's sort of known bit. for like changing his voice throughout mm-hmm. the song. And it's like it sounds like another artist. OK. And I feel like she did that a lot in yes. this album where like it wasn't necessarily her like live like this changing mm. her voice like mm-hmm. like Kendrick might do. But it would, like actually like like, I don't know. On snooze when she does it, I'm like, that's cool. Ooh, like, wait, which part? When when it gets into the deep. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that. Like, yes. it's her voice, but it's in a different yes. thing. I'm like, that's fucking cool. Every song has a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you if you look for it, it's like, wow, it's there, yeah. and it's there, and it's there. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I feel like Blind is my go-to these days. I'm mm-hmm. honestly kind of listing the ones you didn't say. I love all of these songs, mm-hmm. but Blind and Love Language are probably my go-tos oh, yeah. these days. Yeah. I just... I love them, I but think, they're all good. Honestly, SOS, which when I initially listened, I was like, okay, it's like the intro song to this right. album. The more I listen to it, the more I'm like, this song's this song's great too. <laughs> yeah. It's like an intro song and I'm like replaying it. Five bucks, she'll start the show with that. Oh. For sure. They're like, yeah. she's, she's gotta. Yes, um, for sure. But I, you know, I Hate You is also another single that's like, mm. it was, it, it, it's been out there for a while. So I don't, I don't return to it as often. I Hate I You, yeah. I mean, it helps to really relate at least like a few lines of the songs. Like those are the ones I think humans gravitate to. It's like, mm-hmm. ooh, I relate to this in some way, shape or form. Or mm-hmm. it's like very catchy. But yeah. I guess I Hate You has that like catchiness at least. But <laughs> pretty yeah. easy to relate to. You know what I was thinking about yesterday, actually? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about tour merch, mm-hmm. which I have a strong feeling I'll get something tonight. <laughs> but I thought... What is the purpose of putting all the tour dates in cities on the back? Like, is it to feel like part of a larger community? You know, like everyone point. from all these cities went to... I just thought I was staring at the back of someone's sweater yesterday because that's mm-hmm. what I do when I'm out in public. I'm standing <laughs> in a line at Starbucks. Yeah, you weirdo. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, it said good days on my mind, but it was like D-A-Z-E. Oh, okay. So I was like, is this SZA merch? And then obviously I got lost in the back of that person's <laughs> sweater. But I was like, that would be dope if that's her tour merch because, like, it doesn't have dates all over it. Like, I personally don't need to know when you were in Milwaukee. (laughs) Or, yeah, yeah, bumfuck Iowa. Yeah, I don't don't need to know. I don't need to know. If any Iowans are listening, we're sorry. We're so sorry. I'm not trying to alienate people in in landlocked states. But, but, like, Iowans don't care when people are in California. Yeah, so it it goes both ways. (sighs) That hit me yesterday for the first time in my life. And that, by the way, I have several tour sweaters with all the dates all over and shit. And I'm like, why did I get this? <laughs> it's because the front was dope or the design right. was really cool. But I just thought, what if it was just the dope design? Like, right. why is there all this text? I have ne- No one has ever been like, the back of that sweater is ridiculous. <laughs> Show I, me those dates. Speaking of that, I went to Crossroads today and I sold some of my clothes. Mm. So... Um, I had a sweater that was like an Ariana Grande sweetener tour mm-hmm. sweater from 2019 that I had gotten and it had dates and it had stuff on the back. That was one of the things they took. I couldn't believe it. 
Wow. And it had dates on the back. So I got rid of a tour sweater today. Wow. So it's just funny that you mentioned that. Oh, and I was like, lucky bitch. I can't imagine. I don't know why they took it, but they took it. And I was like, sure, go ahead. Someone else can have her face on it. And I know. Um, I mean, if someone went to that tour yeah. and like maybe didn't buy merch and have been regretting it ever since, mm-hmm. that's such a niche per- uh, purchase. Right. But if someone didn't go to that tour and they're like, I just want her face on it. Yeah. It's mis- it's a misleading. It's misleading. Garment. They will look at the back and go, oh, no. And then. Right. Maybe. But the good news is I took it off my hands. No disrespect to Ariana, though. Yeah. No but disrespect. Was, she's great. Yeah. I mean, she's beautiful, but it was just her face blasted on the front. I'm like, where am I going to wear this? Yep. Like on a call? No. Right. <laughs> on a work call? Like, no. I've been talking so much, Serene. What, what's the buzz in your life? What's the buzz in my life? Yeah. So. Uh, I went to karaoke the other weekend. Ooh, where? Oh. It, was, it was in San Francisco. In okay. The Fillmore District. Um, it was really fun. It was, you, you know, your normal karaoke place. Like was that it one. in a little room? Yes. <sighs> like the one we did. Can we go? <laughs> so fun. Can we go? They're, they're so fun. Yeah, we should go again. Okay. I was just waiting but, for the affirmation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, can, 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 we, can we go? go? Can we go? Uh, sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, they, they don't have all the songs, but it's it's very fun still. We have enough. You know, I think there are generally two rules of karaoke. Tell it to him. Tell it to us. Tell tell us. I think the first rule is that you need water in the room. (laughs) Like, just just give us a pitcher. Yeah. Or or something of water. Oh, to lube up those vocal cords. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, everybody's getting, like... I hear you. ...warmed up, like... I thought you were like, everyone was drunk and we were dehydrated. That too, though. Oh, okay. Mostly for the... Multi-purpose Mostly for the the birthday girl, but that's okay. But everyone was, you know, having a good time. But then everyone's voice after, you know, like, 30 minutes minutes yeah. of screaming like Olivia Rodrigo or something. You're going to need to, to yes. lube those up. Yeah. Some water. You got to lube up the cords. So I went and I was like, can I have six bottles of water? Because they don't have a pitcher. So you have to buy like multiple things of water and everyone's just chugging it down. You know what that reminds me of, right? Which, what? When we went through the drive through line at like Jack the Box or something, we're like, can we just have four <laughs> big ass cups of water? We dared her to say it and she did. Yeah. She was fearless that night. Shout out to you, Madison. It was definitely in and out because they have the small water cups. And they have the extra large. And they have the extra large cups. So we were like, no, can we get the big <laughs> cup, please? Thank God water's free. Thank God. So in Sometimes. some countries. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I think that's one rule. Yes. You should always have water. Okay. Or I love that rule. Fucking bring it with you. Um, Everyone's bringing their hydro flask to the <laughs> that's, bar. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> well, I will well, not judge. She got so defensive. I got so defensive. I'm sorry. I'm hot. No, no. I'm just imagining people like with their gym <laughs> jugs. You know, the ones that are like, it's noon. Drink yes. me here. You know, yes. like it's 5 p.m. Bitch, you better be three quarters away done. Yep. I'm imagining those all lined up at a bar. Yep. You're at the first song. You're at the your fifth song, <laughs> your tenth song. All right. You need that's to go genius. home. You need I to know, go home. You have to go home. If you finish this water, you have to leave. You have to leave. So that that was a general thought that I had. I love that. And then if you're with new people, like I was with new people. Is this rule number two? Yeah, this is rule number two. Sorry. Um, Thank you. Let me start over. the transition. (laughs) This is rule number two, guys. If you're with new people, like I wouldn't first off song off the bat go with like a Michael Jackson or like an R. Kelly. Okay. Or like, you know, name another artist. (laughs) Who's like um, in the the news all the time and kind of problematic. So like maybe don't go with those because you might get a a bit of weird looks around the room. Right. You know. Oh, God. What, who, who? No, no one did it. I'm just saying this oh, is a rule Oh, my gosh. Some, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say, like, the absolute worst. It was me. No. Um, was me. I played a... What's that song? <laughs> I sang a Michael Jackson R. Kelly mashup. <laughs> <laughs> Which song did you sing? Uh, oh. Oh, Gloria Gaynor. I Will Survive. Oh, no. 
We did do that one eventually. That's mine. Um, Love Story was playing and someone put it on. So I just grabbed the mic from someone and took it. I love that. Because I was like, no, I'm singing this. Um, I think I requested like one song because there's 14 of us. Oh, damn. So it was like a fight to the death of like who's going to queue up the next Was everyone song. singing though? Or was it like, okay, this person has the floor. No one mm. else even open your mouth. No, it was a bit of group sing. I love that. We were all background singers. But one person had the mic. Yeah, one person had the mic and, you know, you just point it yeah. in the general direction. Um, oh, it's been too long since I've done karaoke. It's it's so fun. It's such a fun activity. Wait, what was your song? What was your warm-up song? My my, my song was... Um, I can't remember. I'm trying to think. Let me just waste the Damn, time. she was drunk drunk. Um, Buzzed buzzed. Buzz buzz. More sorry. like... Um, midday buzz. That's um, a nighttime buzz. That It was a nighttime buzz, for sure. Um, and we also tried this jalapeno cucumber, like, tequila from Trader Joe's. Do you like spicy drinks? I usually do. But you came to learn maybe not all the time? Maybe not just the mar- the tequila mix itself. itself. It yeah. was disgusting. Because mm. it was, like, jalapeno at first, but then cucumber. So you're like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I've realized I don't like cucumber anything. Thing, oh, drink interesting. Yeah. The jalapeno wasn't the issue. It was yeah. the refreshing, mostly water <laughs> vegetable. That was yes. the problem. That Wait, was the is problem. that a fruit or a vegetable? It's a vegetable, I'm pretty sure. It's got seeds, no? Mm, that means it's a vegetable? Fuck. No, I thought that meant it was a fruit. I thought that was the whole thing with tomatoes. Like, No, tomatoes, tomatoes are a vegetable, right? Bitch. <laughs> that shit has seeds. Oh my god. Wait. I don't know we which, gotta have an which episode side just like debate. <laughs> yes, hot topics. I'm on the wrong side of history. I think <laughs> I think tomatoes a vegetable. <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember the song, guys. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's all good. I'm sure it was a banger. Yeah, like we wanted to do "Waiting for Tonight." That's me and my boyfriend's yes. song. Um, so we do a little performance. Oh, but I'm imagining literally a dirty dancing performance, <laughs> like at. <laughs> <laughs> the head yes yeah, something like that but my head would have hit the ceiling probably because oh the God. room was so you know we did dancing queen oh so there you go oh i requested i know it was baby by justin bieber oh my god yeah just that's so basic but like no 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 not so like oh my god what the fuck yeah i was yeah. like oh my god i missed that song <laughs> yeah i was like i'll get everybody up for this were you with people who were a similar age to you yes so they yeah. grew up with that song too yeah. and so they appreciated yeah. it so they, that's the key yeah yeah it was that's definitely a, two groups of people there were the men and the women and they they would we would switch off okay. every now and then so but it was it was welcome to everyone I love that. But premise. they just kind of unwritten rule, like we're sitting down. I was like, that's fine. Yes. While we were jamming out. Um, so those are my two rules on karaoke. That was amazing. I don't know. Those are just things I thought of. No, I need that. They- By the way, Serene and I, when sh- we were both in New York at the same time, we literally booked a two-person room to do karaoke. So if anyone's listening, they're like, mm, who will I do karaoke with? If you're in the Bay, hit us up. Yeah, seriously. And you don't need more than one person. One person. <laughs> that's kind of sad. I know. You could Can you go alone. Maybe take a bottle with you or something. But honestly, if you have some good tunes. I mean, you're kind of jamming. And then we also heard the other, like, rooms. You can definitely, like, hear it from the outside. Mm, yeah. And they're doing the same songs as you. That's so, so you're, funny. like, on the right track. Because they probably hear your song and they're like, oh, that's a, yes. that's a good song. And then yes. I take from their songs. And that that's, a, that's another one. I saw a baby in a bar. And that was an interesting experience. I have no words. I will tell you more and it gets interesting. Oh, my God. It gets worse. It gets... Did the parents cheers it with so, this milk bottle or something? So me, I'm just having a drink with my boyfriend. It's happy hour. It's like Friday. Yeah. It's, you're having a good time. I'm having a good time. And this kid just plops down with his mom and she has him like, 
He's a toddler, I think. I think he's like two. Okay, not a baby. Not a but baby, like a, but like a toddler, I guess. I don't still really know too young. ages. Too still young. under twenty-one. Still under twenty-one. So they didn't card him at the door. Or no, was they did like, not. There was no one at the door. Must that, be the owner. because it was four thirty or five, you know, um, on a Friday. So, so that's like, the baby hour. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. That makes us look like fucking losers. Um, <laughs> the baby's like, Mom, what the fuck are they doing here? <laughs> don't they have jobs? Um, so yeah, so he comes in. Get this, he has sunglasses on the baby yes shades oh my Just god black shades like a weekend at bernie situation yes baby taking a nap yes so he, they walk <laughs> in he plops down i see the shades they turn towards me we're on his right side the shades do yes oh my god his whole so you thought he was staring this whole time <laughs> no but he, so he had shades on so it was kind of weird but it was already a dim lit bar like, it's already dark mm, in there. Mm. And then he had sunglasses on. So I thought that was hilarious. Like, <laughs> that is, is so he fucking funny. hungover? Like, at a bar. And, at a bar. And a baby. And a baby. And so the mom goes, Do you have any milk? Was the bartender like, For who? <laughs> and he goes, Uh, I can check. And she goes, Do you have any alternative milk? Oh, this like bitch. milk formula? Yeah, no, like oat milk. <laughs> Wow. And I was like, don't, don't you have milk inside your body? Wouldn't that have been so funny if the bartender was like, okay, and anything for the baby? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Wait, Serena and I are ignorant about this because neither of us are mothers. Right. But two years in, I like, feel like, do you still have milk ready to go? I thought so, but maybe in, like, not. Meet the Fockers or Meet the Parents. Remember there's the kid that's like fucking six years old and she's like, okay, come here. Yeah, and yeah. They're fucking breastfeeding. <laughs> so I have no idea. I'm like, can't you just get the milk from the source? If we're relying on Meet the Fockers, then yeah. it should have been there. Yeah, it should have been there. And and so she asked for some alternative milk, which I thought was the, the audacity of this woman to just come in the bar with a baby. And then he's like... um, so they had to sit outside and then Oh, they did like they were like They were like you have to be outside out of control. Yeah. They were like he's getting too fucked up. He needs to go outside <laughs> and rest for a bit. He's he needs drunk. a nap. He needs yeah. a nap. Midday he needs nap. A nap. And so um he was trying to get his midday buzz on. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. Shameless but plug. Same shameless plug inside that episode. And he pours him a glass of milk. He gets he gets his glass of milk in a plastic cup and goes outside. It didn't come in a baby bottle? No, what no baby fuck? bottle. I know she probably would ask for that too. I'm shocked. Um, but they went outside, and then we talked to the bartender. We're like, "Did you?" I was like, "What do you charge for a milk here?" And he was like, "Ah, oh, no, it's free." And I was like, "Oh, okay, interesting." <laughs> like oh. the puppy cups, like, yeah. like oh, the when babies come in, we give them that shit for free. We just were like, we just couldn't believe what we were seeing. I thought the baby would like had some uh, seeing problems because he had mm. shades on. So I was like, and then he take he actually took them off and then stared at us actually. <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding. He did take them off at one point. And, then st- and I was like, hello. I don't know why I just got chills. Yeah. Right? It was really scary. So you saw that baby in your dreams. Well, okay. And then the weird thing was they were kind of rushing to get their order done. And they were like, all right, we also have another date actually after this. And I was like, what? You're bringing a baby to the bar first to pregame the, the date you have oh. with the baby? And it was like a mom and the grandma, I think, like her mom. Okay. So I was like, wow, you guys got a busy night. Like, Wow. I do want to tell you, I went to a Warriors game recently. Yes. Well, I went to a Warriors game a bit ago, which I told you about, and they lost horribly. Right. To a, na- a, a team that shall not be mentioned, but we fucking kicked their ass last night. So it made up for Yes, it. we did. That was great. Watch anyway, that game. Dude, that game last night was the only thing keeping me alive on this plane. It was like right before we oh. left LAX to go to SFO. I'm like, 
We might not make it home, but I got to know whether or not the Warriors are going to win tonight. Pull this out of their ass because it was looking a little dicey. Oh, I know. I saw the scores. I wasn't watching live, but I was like, really? You're going to start the game off like this and then do this to us? I just was seeing it in my head. And also, I was mad. at times we might become a, bo- a basketball podcast as well because <laughs> we are Warriors fans. Mariah, a diehard Warriors fan since yes. like day one. Are. Oh, my but, gosh. Not exactly day one. I will but, say I was a Lakers fan when I started what? life. Yes. What? Because I was a Kobe, I still am a Kobe yeah, of fan. Course, because yeah. you can't hate yeah. Kobe. Yeah. And honestly, after LeBron stops playing, people will feel the same way about That's LeBron. True. They're gonna be like, you know what? I respect LeBron. Like everyone who's like, I fucking hate LeBron. Like, yeah. I remember I got like super drunk, and my brother's friends were talking to me about LeBron James, and I'm like, <laughs> he's better than you're saying. Like I, I was so defensive wow. over LeBron for no reason. Huh. Of course, it's helpful he's on the Lakers and not the Cavs. Now, yeah. Back in twenty whatever. Twenty sixteen. When yeah. they beat the Warriors, but right. Anyway, I went to a Warriors game. They lost horribly. And I thought, fuck, it's me. <laughs> I'm the problem. I'm the it's problem. <laughs> yes. But then we went to another one recently and a couple of things happened. First of all, before we leave for the game, my dad's like, there's a bobblehead tonight. It's Clay Thompson. Bring me back one. <laughs> and I was like, I'll bring you back too, dad. Don't you worry. <laughs> and usually when they give out shit, it's like first 10,000 people. Yeah. And you can only fit like, I mean, only. 18,000 or whatever in that arena. Yeah. So I was like, the chances are on our side. Yeah, of course. As long as we get there at a decent hour, we'll get these bobbleheads. Okay. We walk in to the arena. This group of people I'm with, by the way, I mentioned this to them. I'm like, my dad says there's a bobblehead tonight. I got to get him one. Otherwise, he's going to be like, what the hell? Yeah. There's a Steph bobblehead right there. Oh, yeah. In my room. With a shark's jersey on, y'all. I. That I is. Wow. That I know. rare. A mashup. The mashup we didn't know we needed. <laughs> Really? But yeah, my dad's like, please bring home a bobblehead. And I told all these people I need this bobblehead. I really planted it in everyone's brains. We walk in, there are no bobbleheads. I what? will say we cut it like very close to the time. Okay. But then I was like, there's not even a sign that bobbleheads were once here. They couldn't have cleaned it up that fast. No. There were no like empty boxes. There weren't people being like, look, I got a fucking bo-, you know, like yeah. no. Like not in the crowd, not in there was their nothing. Seats. So then I looked it up. And it was like the Santa Cruz Warriors <gasps> were going to play one game at Chase Center. And they were giving away a clay bobblehead at that one. Oh, no. To, you know, entice people to go to the Santa Cruz Warriors game. Okay. Which I'm sure was great. But it was like the next night or oh, something no. like that. <sighs> so, so, yeah, when I came home, my dad was disappointed. But I'm like, they didn't even hand it out. But they handed out free shirts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it wow. was for Women's History Month. International Women's Month. All of the months. All of the months put together. All of the months. But that was nice. But something funny that happened during the game. We were sitting in the upper bowl because we only have so much money to spend for Warriors tickets. It's an arm and a leg. Yes. We look across just past the Warriors bench. There's someone wearing like blue, like a a blue cardigan jacket situation and a matching bucket hat. And the person sitting next to me was like, that's E-40. (gasps) And the whole game was like a game of like, is that E-40 or not? I was yeah. waiting for him to be on the Jumbotron. In your section? No, no, no. Oh, okay. At, right next to the Warriors bench. Oh, okay. And okay, we were okay, like, okay. the reason we didn't know whether it, was, whether it was E-40 or not is because we were so high up. Yeah. And across the arena. Right. But he was like right there. And then they played an E-40 song uh-huh. like the DJ did. And yeah. so I was just watching that guy. <laughs> I recently got LASIK, but I can't see that far. I was yeah. like squinting. And I'm like, is he reacting? <laughs> 
Because I feel like if someone played my song in an yeah, arena, I'd be like, hell yeah. I'm saying this as someone who does not make music. I'd be like, fuck yeah. yeah. You know, I'd stand up and be like, damn it, when I count. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking for some reaction. Nada. I feel like E40 went to a game recently, though. Dude, E40 goes to all the games, yeah. I feel like. Like, he goes to a bunch of them. It wasn't until after the game on social media when I saw E-40 like posted a photo and he's taking a selfie in his blue fit that I saw from across the arena and Steph's in the background, Stephen Curry. He's in the background like making a face because he wasn't playing at the time. Yeah, yeah. Always making And so, I don't know. It just made me feel more at home knowing that E-40 was in the building. Was there. I like knowing like celebrities that go to games. Like I'm like... If I had money, that's what I'd do too. I, my ass would be sitting courtside. Like, that's sick. I can't even imagine sitting, like, actually courtside. Damn. Which also made me reflect. When you watch Warriors games on TV, a lot of times they show this group of people, this mm-hmm. niche market that I like to label as courtside kids. And these are, like, children with no parent near them. Oh, my God. Who are sitting, like, either courtside or very close. Yeah. I'm literally only bringing them up because... I'm very jealous of them. Yes, me too. But the Warriors want to give off this, like, fun, like, family image. So they, like, like to show kids. But I'm like, that kid's, like, fucking row three. Are you kidding me? Like, I just get pissed off. I get pissed off when I see these kids on TV. And it makes me feel like a bad person. But I I had to bring it up. You should be. They should not be in those seats. They have enough life left. Right. (laughs) Like, we only have so much time. Can you imagine, like, that kid doesn't do the dishes and the mom's like, if you don't do these, Jeremy, I'm taking away your courtside tickets. tickets. Oh, no. It was probably the same toddler that was at the bar. Oh, yeah. He'll probably be there. <laughs> His older brother. Yeah. <laughs> it was probably him, to be the honest. The toddler was there. They also had a good comeback against the Bucks. Oh, yeah. That was that was a great game. Yes. That was very stressful. Lots of great games. So far, yeah. It's not a Warriors game unless they're leading by a lot at one point, lose yes. the lead, and then it's an extremely stressful game and sometimes <laughs> goes to overtime. Yes, there you go. That sums it up perfectly. <laughs> Perfectly. All right, oh. Serene. Any last buzzwords for us? Um, I got I got no nothing in the, the ether here. Okay. I black out every time, so <laughs> just just for reference. She has two sips of tequila, and then I'm out. All Cheers. Right. Cheers, See guys. You next time. See ya. Ooh, nice. Now it's an ASMR. Hear my gulp. No, I'll stop it.